in terms of filmmaker, what's what's the most recent thing that that you've you've done a, a web series? Yes, right? yeah, yeah. So it's um it's called Roller Coaster Testers. I started writing it in 2019. Took me like a year to write it, mm. and then um started filming it. So obviously like Corona hit, so that made me kind of finish off the script. And then when restrictions started to ease, we started filming it. Great. Um, and then that's also taken like a, a year because um, it's kind of on and off again. Like people were volunteering their time and mm, things like that. Mm. Um, and now we're like 90% done. There's just a few pickups to do and we're into wow. um, uh, post-production. And yeah, it's been a really good experience for me because I – you know, before I'd only really done acting, so it just gave me a lot more respect for all the different mm. sort of, you know, parts of it, mm. you know, directing and producing and, yeah, all that stuff. How many episodes? It's five episodes. They're 20 minutes each. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why did I do this to myself? I don't know. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so it's a comedy. So I'll, I'll tell you, like, the premise. Like, sure. So... Chuckers, talk it in the mic. <laughs> yeah, well, chuckers, 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 that one. Oh, uh, okay. Which podcast do we have? This is a five eight take, right? No, no, it's not. It's chuckers. Welcome, everybody. My name is James. My name is Niels. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. It's been a, a heck of a week for everyone, uh, but we have Amelia on today. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, we met. Well, met Amelia. Th- uh, I think we met before somewhere. We just we just don't know. We just don't know yet. We just don't know. But uh, somewhere along the lines of uh, acting, somewhere or or a course, something. Yeah, Um, something like that. But uh, welcome on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Um, yeah, go. Welcome, welcome. Um, You're a. I mean, you do many things. Yes. But what would your if you want to describe to the audience, kind of in one sentence? What is your main kind of artistic career path? Um, uh, I guess, yeah, it would be that I'm a, an actor. So, yeah, actor and filmmaker now. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So in terms of filmmaker, what's what's the most recent thing that, that you've you've done a, a web series, Yes, right? yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's called Roller Coaster Testers. I started writing it in 2019. It took me like a year to write it. Mm. And then um, – started filming it. So obviously like Corona hit, so that made me kind of finish off the script. And then when restrictions started to ease, we started filming it. Great. Um, and then that's also taken like a, a year because um, it's kind of on and off again. Like people were volunteering their time and mm, things like that. Mm. Um, and now we're like 90% done. There's just a few pickups to do and we're into wow. um, uh, post-production. And yeah, it's been a really good experience for me because I – you know, before I'd only really done acting, so it just gave me a lot more respect for all the different mm. sort of, you know, parts of it, mm. you know, directing and producing and, yeah, all that stuff. How many episodes? It's five episodes. They're 20 minutes each. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why did I do this to myself? I don't know. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so it's a comedy. So I'll, I'll tell you, like, the premise. Like, sure. So when we were little, my dad had a really boring job. It was electrical contracting. Like, that means nothing to a kid. And uh, he used to say to us, well – 
guys, I'm going off to work. I'm going to go test the roller coasters. So we always had this idea that like dad's work was he's riding around in roller coasters all day. And then obviously when I grew up, I realized, oh wait, that's not true. He's lying to us. But I always had this <laughs> idea in my mind that, hey, what would that be like if that was actually someone's job that they test roller coasters? And so that's sort of how the idea was born. That is cool. Yeah. That is yeah. so cool. <laughs> that's, you know what, that's how ideas come about like as random as that and mm. it's fantastic yeah, yeah so wait so how did you okay so so now that you, you directed and you made that show um um like where did all this start the whole thing like as, as amelia for well, uh, acting and everything acting yeah and everything. um that's a really good question actually it, i've had an odd path into it because i never uh i only really started getting into acting seriously about three or four years ago because um, originally when I finished school and I did uni, I actually did fashion design. I thought I wanted to be a fashion designer. Oh. Uh, and then I worked as a graphic designer for a few years and just that like being in an office place, like sitting there nine to five, uh, it was not for me. I was mm. just so depressed, like so depressed. Mm. And um, on a whim one evening, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I got a message about an acting class. It was like a discount. I was <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? Stuff it. I'll, why not? I'll go to the acting class. I've never done it before. Sounds like fun. And I just loved it from the first one. I was just hooked and I was like, I need to do this. I need to do more of this. I need to do this. And so then like six months later, I quit my job as like a full-time graphic designer. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be an actor. And they're like, so you have training, right? And like, I did a class. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so that was a tough conversation with like my boss and my husband and uh, family. But (laughs) here we are now. I think we've oh. all had that conversation <laughs> with our family and we still continue to have the conversations with our family members. Yeah. I think they're the, the, I think they're the hardest critics in our lives, you know, family yeah. friends and uh, family and friends. Definitely. And you're constantly, um, you're constantly justifying your career path, yeah. you know, because mm. even if you like even take um, Paul Bettany, you know, who's recently come back into, into kind of the talk because of the, the, the vision, the, uh, the Scarlet Witch and Vision um, oh, TV Vision. show. Yeah. Vision, yeah, 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 in, um, on, on Disney+. Plus. And in, in interviews, before he got that gig as that superhero for Marvel, he literally got a call from his agent saying, you're not going to be working anymore. Like, nobody wants you anymore. Wow. And this is after he did A Knight's Tale and um, other films. And then imagine getting, you've already had your break in Hollywood, so to speak, and then you get yeah. told by a professional, you're not going to work anymore. Yeah. And then if, and then he got the call from John Favreau saying, hey, do you want to do B-Vision or whatever? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're as actors, as creatives, you're constantly justifying yourself to other people, you yeah. know? Yeah, and there's no guarantees. Like, even at that level, you know, you can, you can be in, like, a hit movie and then you might just fade into obscurity. Like, there's no guarantees. It's the most insecure job ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most riskiest job yeah. I feel in terms of, yeah, like monetary wise. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, you could be auditioning every day. You will get rejected every day. It's, yeah. like, it's like the only career path where you will get constantly rejected. Yeah. You know, no matter how good you are. I would love to know actually like how, um, I feel like there'd be a high depression rate or in, in our field. Nah, everyone's fine. Everyone's sweet. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's gotta be like, because we constantly we get um, we constantly are failing and get told that oh you know that's not correct or that's not correct that's we're constantly mm. getting that um, um, feedback all the time. I mm. wonder how mm. people deal with it. You know, of course we can 
one day deal with that in a, in a segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But I think it's like as yeah, as you as the actor, you have to have your methods to mm. handle that. And like for me, like it's like yoga, meditation, playing computer games, mm-hmm. you know. So that's like my sort of mental health plan. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> what is your outlet? You got to do it. Uh, yeah. For game? What, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, I like, most people who know me know I like to play games. So I like to play um, computer games. And we were talking earlier, but I like to play Counter Strike. So mm. my husband and I were up last night, like, playing games, which is, I find very relaxing. Um, and yeah, I don't know. And other games too, like uh, Zelda or Sims or whatever. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, great. It's great to have that um, area of your life that, that you can just go to and relax and chill out that has nothing to do with any acting or directing or writing or anything like that. Yeah. I think that's really important because otherwise it gets too much and you're like, especially I find if you're always like, Oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? I need to apply for something else. Oh, I don't have any auditions this week. Ah." And then you just need to be like, just chill. It's fine. You're not going to (laughs) die. Or just make your own stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, actually I I, want to, talk about that the the your your web series because pretty much everybody has an idea for a story that's pretty much the truth Mm. but it's a different it's a different type of person to actually sit down and write it Mm. and I'm wondering for those people out there who have those ideas and they want to write it do you have any advice on how you you move from that stage of just having an idea to actually sitting down and writing out five whole episodes? Yeah, actually I do. So I I had started writing it like, cause you know, sometimes you get like a brain spark and then you might get inspired for like a few pages and then it you kind of like got nothing. Mm. But I knew I still wanted to write it. So I actually took a creative writing course um, at the writer's studio in Bronte. Um, so it was a four week, well, four, four week course was in what, like one night a week. Mm-hmm. So four sessions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what I learned from there, which is just so invaluable and it's, it seems um, so simple. It's just, it's like, just write. Don't try and edit it. Don't try and make it sound smart. Don't, you know, just start writing, put the pen on the paper and whatever comes out of your brain, just start writing it mm. or, or typing it. Um, don't, you yeah, don't try and go, oh no, that's not the right word. Oh no, that's not what I meant. Because once you have something down on the page, then you can come back and clean it up and edit it. It's just, you just have to, you just have to start. Don't like, um, second guess yourself and be like, this mm. is bad. No one's going to like it. That, oh, I'm not a wordsmith. Like just write it, like forget all that stupid stuff going, this is bad. Me, me, me. Cause that stuff's going to just crush your creativity. Mm-hmm. Right? So you go. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I completely agree. You know, that's that's absolutely when I write. It's a similar. It's a similar. I have to remind myself of this this fact. You know, because you can't. You cannot do two things at once. You cannot edit and write at the same time. You know, and a lot of uh, one of the great phrases is. Um, write drunk, edit sober, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's that classic kind of just, just write, just write as long as you got something down. And then when, then you can come back, nobody has to see all of that stuff, right? They're only going to see the end product, which you can sit on forever, as long as you have something. Exactly. And also something like I learned from the class is like, we're so hard on ourselves. Like you write something, you're like, this is terrible. And what they made us do in the class, they made us write something out. Like it was just something generic. Like, I don't know, why do I like the beach? And then they got people to read it out. And everyone was like, oh, wow, that was really good. I really liked it. And then it, the person who'd written it going, oh, really? I didn't think it was any good. So it's like sometimes I think we are so hard on ourselves. We don't mm. realize like just naturally what we have to offer is enough. Mm. You know, mm. and I think that applies to writing and to acting and to all areas of life, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And then what did you, through that writing process, I'm sure you learned something about acting. Um, yeah, I guess I I guess I did in terms of like when it comes to writing dialogue, because mm. I think that's interesting. Sometimes when you're writing, you're like, this sounds so clever. What a great exchange. You know, my dialogue is so great. And then when you get your actors and they start saying it, you're like, oh, that, that people don't talk like that. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. so did you, so well, how did you go about doing it? Like a lot of, um, a lot of people say, you know, you should do dialogue first. Or you should do the story first. Did you, how did you, uh, sort of, do you systematically did it? How did you do it? Um, yeah, I think it's, mm, it's, I think I knew sort of like, okay, I know what I want to happen next in the story. I know what this particular scene needs to be about. And then I very much, I suppose that's when my acting kind of helped my writing. Cause I would kind of go into like imagination mode and sort of like, okay, I'm this character. They're standing there. They're anxious what are they gonna say mm. hey um can you help me okay the other character is angry they don't like them what are they gonna say what do you want now like you know just just trying to like use like imagination to inform the dialogue and mm. i mm. think that's kind of how i went about it mm. yeah, yeah yeah it's i think that's the, one of the best ways to do it and it's very organic you know yeah. because you you almost because you're you're, you're kind of yeah as an actor you're playing both the characters you have a quite a good quite a good insight into both of them I find um, a lot of uh, director writers who come out of film school who haven't really known about acting so much. They're kind of only interested in the surface level of what everything looks like mm. and what everything should sound like. Mm. And they're not really thinking about the psychology of characters and why they say mm. certain mm. things. And the fact that like we, we never really say what we mean and... Yeah, you know, we're always yes. trying to hide things, especially because my thing, it's it's sort of set in an office place. So you're dealing with a lot of like office politics. And when, uh, you know, if you're working in an office, when do you ever say what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You know? yeah, absolutely. Like, can you do this extra work and stay late for me? Yes, of course I can. No problem. Like, Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's essential. Not essential, but I think it's great when uh, directors do, uh, what actors or has done acting um, and especially on stage and whatnot is that um, they understand how and what they're saying. Like how would you say it properly on, on the stage um, as opposed to just writing out and all the surface value stuff. Mm. Um, so I've, I've, I've recently, I've, I'm, I'm in a part of a play as well and, uh, and I'm seeing it. And then this person who wrote the play isn't a actor. Like you can see straight away this person has never acted because mm. you know, on stage it doesn't sound like that. You yeah. know, the dialogue. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and, and I'm writing some stuff at the moment as well. But dialogue for me um, has is it's so challenging. Um, so I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to go back and just, just make sure my structure of my story is perfect. Not perfect, but as best as possible. How do you go about um, dialogue when you when you come to writing dialogue? Well, what I did, I got I came to a point where I was having a bit of a brain block, and I basically said, I'm going to choose a character. And I'm going to just write about him and uh, what he wants and what he needs and where is he going. Mm. And then I did that for each individual character. And then I see if I could find a voice from those characters. Mm. And mm. also I meet a lot of different types of people in my in you know, my work or whatever. And I sort of, oh, this person has this sort of character. Maybe I should use this, the way this person talks, you know. Yeah. Or this person talks, you know. Maybe, you know, that's how he would talk, you know. And I'll just try it. And I, that's what I did. I just tried that out. And I've created, I think I've created better characters from that. 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah using real real people as yeah. inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Characters. But you, obviously, you can't do like the way we are all talking. <laughs> Sorry, the way the way we are, we are all talking, you can't do that. You have to make it as if it's better for the stage. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and, and stage. Well, yeah. I've never done sense? that. Yeah, I've never done any theater, so that's completely um, no, foreign you, to me. Yeah. All you, I know is speak you know louder. Speak louder. Speak more clearly. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do you enjoy about um, the filmed nature of acting? I think that it that you can be so subtle, and um, that you can be so, I guess, small in a way. Um, even just a mere flicker of a thought in your eyes and it will be captured. I, I love the beauty mm. of, of the, the subtlety of it. Mm, mm, mm. And you were saying that, um, uh, that you'd be very happy to go into theater, but you prefer film. Like, it, I guess, is that because of that reason of like theater, theater, you can, theater, you have to project out to a hundred, a thousand people. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I don't think I have a super quiet voice, but I think naturally it's, it's on the, maybe on the softer side. So if I wanted to do theater, I'd probably need to do a bit more vocal training, I think, um, which I'm totally open to. And I've auditioned for a couple of plays before and I've got, uh, callbacks so mm, you know mm. um but yeah i think it's it's hard again because you know i don't have experience in it and someone's making a play they want someone who kind of knows what they're doing and mm, so it's hard mm. to get that first foot in the door i guess sure sure yeah also um looking away when you're on set or on a film set i mean i guess you're on stage anyway like think of, if you think about it there's like the crew members are all around you you know True. you're constantly re re rehearsing the lines, whatever, you know, I think, I think that is stage as well. You know, you can use the same sort of techniques uh, for being on stage. Yeah, no, I know, I, I do feel that sometimes depending on the size of the crew, like if it's a bigger production, like, yeah, sometimes there's like so many people yeah. like watching you like drink a cup of tea and you're like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the director's right in your face. Yeah. Yes, that's, okay, that's what I want. Yeah, I tell you, that's what I, I find actually like, I find the hardest things to do is when they're doing something simple, like just uh, walk to the door and pick up your bag and, and leave. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like if it's like complex dialogue or like emotional scene, I'm like, whatever. But it's like, you know, read read a book and just look relaxed. I'm like, what? Yeah, but, absolutely. But, but on screen, how many things got to think about you? You have to think about, okay, you got to hit that mark. You got to stand there for like two seconds and then walk off, say your line and say exactly how you should be saying as the character and all this thing is going through your head. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 totally. How challenging is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how do you deal with with that, uh, with, it, with being confronted with a really simple task? Um, I mean, I think I just like, uh, I get over my initial like, um, I don't know, it's all about your mind, isn't it? Yeah, because so, I think it's uh, it's about yeah. overthinking it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's so like, I've only got one thing to do, I need to perfect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's like telling that perfectionist part of you to be like, it's okay, if you drop the keys, great, it might be a better take. Like, So it's just like, I've learned to like, okay, I hear the panic voice go, oh, you've got to get it right. And then I'm like, my other voice comes in like, no, it's okay, just... Do what just do whatever happens happens, and that's why you have a whole team of people there watching you to be like Amelia. You walked too slow, Amelia. You walked too fast, Amelia. You didn't pick up the keys with the right hand or whatever. So I'm like, there's someone else watching out mm. for me, kind of mm. thing, you know. That's great that you can rely on the 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 team, and I suppose that's something that you would probably have 
been thinking of when you started producing and directing as well. So on the flip side, what did you do to kind of create an atmosphere like that where your actors could feel safe? Yeah, that's such a um, a really good question, actually. I, I'm a very, like, big believer in, I don't know, like, energies. People give en- energies. So I, like, first and foremost, I'm like, as long as I come to set in a positive state of mind and, and I'm relaxed, then that's going to feed through to everyone. So, because mm. if I come on set and I'm like, okay, guys, get, get, into, your, get into your position. And, whoa, whoa, what do you want? Like, that's going to just make mm. everyone frantic. Mm. But if I come and I'm calm, so that, that that's my first point of call. And then, yeah, just like being, um, yeah, just open and, and saying to my actors, like, hey, you know, if you you can change that line a bit if it's not, if you if it doesn't feel right, like if it's not rolling off the tongue, or um, if they come to me with an idea, like being willing to try it, but then if it doesn't work, just be like, okay, like we tried it, but it's not quite right. Mm. And so I think I hope I created a, a good uh, atmosphere on my set. I think mm. I did, unless they're all lying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got a question for you is, um, so what was the most challenging thing for you? Oh, definitely the producing side of things. So uh, scheduling. So I had, um, in some scenes I had like eight characters and because people were volunteering their time and plus my crew just trying to get everyone there on the same day. It was like, ah, Mm. and I definitely had a few teary moments and like, just like, I'm never going to get any, everyone together and feeling like I'll just give up. It's not going to work. And but then you take a breath, you look at the schedule again, you're like, oh, well, we could do it like this. Mm. That was really hard. What what kept you going? Um, I just really want to tell the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it means a lot to me. It's a family um, story, you know, it means a lot to my dad and we're filming in my dad's office. And oh, cool. Wow, yeah, cool. so I, it, yeah, I really want to finish it and show it, show it to my mum and dad, really. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Um, I've got a controversial sort of question, but oh. uh, I wouldn't mind. Like, I want <laughs> to dabble. I want to dabble because you've been. Dabble. A, a, I, yeah. Um, so as a, as a female director, how challenging was it for you? Because I haven't I haven't met that many female directors, mm-hmm. um, and I know there's heaps out there, of course. You know, I would love to meet them, but like, how was it for you? Um, and, and and have you spoken to other female directors, and or what are their challenges? And yeah, yeah. Um, I I haven't really. Uh, spoken to any other female directors I guess like not explicitly like how was your female directing experience like <laughs> you know um, no no like I, I mean I guess like at the moment uh, I feel that a lot of things are changing and there's uh, more female directors coming out and I, I would love to see more of them do more things mm. you know and for a long time it's always been a lot of um, males dominated sort of yeah. industry and so that, that sort of way so there's got to be challenges in terms of getting the money or, or, or getting people together or even directing people and, and them listening to you or mm-hmm. there's, there's got to be some sort of challenges and were there for you as a, as a female director or? Well, the way I uh, approached it and it's a really good question, Neil, is um, I don't, uh, I try my very best not to see myself in terms of gender. Yep. I see myself in terms of I'm the director. Mm-hmm. And again, I, that comes back to the idea of like the energy that, that you're putting out. So when I would come onto the set, I, didn't think of it like, oh, I'm the female director and I need to try and get attention. I just assumed that I would have the attention. Does, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. And not in like an arrogant way, like not in a pushy way, just like I am the director and, and there's no, no one needs to doubt that and sort of projecting that forth. There was like a few things probably early on where I probably didn't have that confidence yet and maybe some things didn't go the way I'd wanted them to. Mm. But I think I learned pretty quickly. If I, I think in with anything, if you want to take the lead role, the director role, um, 
it has to come from within, not just like someone's not there's a label on my head. Mm, does does yeah, that make mm, sense? Yeah, like, mm, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Is it is it? I guess it's about. Um, yeah, I love that that you were saying that you kind of you you assumed the role, and instead of and instead of expecting other people to act to you, you acted first. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very well put. You said it much better than I said. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, speaking of directing, I want to know at what point in your in your writing, or maybe even before your writing, did you realize you needed to direct this? Um, I don't think it was a question. I was just like, you know, when you have like a really strong vision for something and you're like, I can't give this to anyone else. It's yeah. my baby. Yeah. Like I have to do yeah. it. Um, so I just, I, I, and I wanted the experience too. I wanted to see what it was like. Mm. Can I direct? Am I any good at it? Um, I look, I, there's things I've learned a lot. There's mm. things I would go back and do differently. And, um, but yeah, I'm really glad I did it. And I, I hope to do more. Can right. I ask you before just, were you when you, in your previous career roles? Were you ever a leader or a manager? I wasn't actually. No. Oh, okay. Because yeah. the reason I asked that question is because usually, if you were as a director, because that's what you're doing, you're managing, mm, mm. and I wonder if that helped you. I mean, I definitely had to had to manage things. I always I've always worked in small companies, so yeah. it's kind of like you got to be a jack of all trades. Sure. But I never had a manager role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's really great to to find a director with such a comprehensive vision as well, because I think that that often is the, the problem with a um, production is not having a coherent vision. Mm. Um, what did you, did you, uh, what did you learn about communicating that vision to actors mm. and other people on the set? Like, how did you go about doing that? Yeah. Um, that, that's uh really important that everyone's clear on what's happening, like the tone of it, what's the message we're saying. Um, so I think like I did a, a read through, obviously a table read with all the actors and I, and I always said, you know, any questions, what did you think? And so I always made it sort of, it was really open. So if there was like a line and someone's like, what do you mean by this? Like you've said this and I don't understand what it means. So I was able to, mm. to, to, to explain it to them. And, um, and then, you know, and, and then sometimes, you know, they would point something out to me and I'd be like, Oh, yeah, no, actually, you're right. That doesn't make sense. We should change that. Mm, so, mm. so it's important too to like um, your actors too are in a way kind of your audience, I guess, and you know they're picking it up the details that like don't like make mm. sense. Mm. So, um, no, yeah, that, that was good too. Um, but yeah, and I think just like you know prior to a scene, you know, I would get the, everyone together and be like, okay, guys, this is the scene, and then do the blocking. Um, you know, do a rehearsal and then be like, okay, everyone feeling good, ready to go. And yeah, just, just always just communicating, I guess. Mm, mm, mm. Why is it, why is it there was a, um, a separation between a writer and director? Like why people say that, oh, as a writer, you shouldn't direct. Why do people say that? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've heard that. Have you heard that? Um, I think maybe it's more an American thing. I think they're very much like the writers are writers, is it? And the directors are directors. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I think um, also I think it's about protecting um, weaker writing. Uh, because if, if you try, if you don't get a second opinion basically on your writing, yeah. you know, it can be really, um, you could you could end up going into production with having something that's, you've been really blindsided, mm. you know, like you just haven't seen, mm. you know, whatever. 
Yeah. Um, but it sounds like the way that you went about directing was really open and, and had really clear channels of communication. Mm-hmm. So you were open to changes, you were open to other people's input and as well as having a strong mm-hmm. vision as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think that doesn't sound like a problem that you had. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think as a, I tried to be the director I would want as an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what, as, a, as an actor, what do you look for in a director? Yeah, someone who is clear vision. Um, <laughs> communicates, can say, yes, I like what you did. No, I don't like what you did. Mm. Do this instead. Mm. Not just a like, no, nah, not that, something else. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so very um, decisive, clear, but open and positive. Mm. Yeah. And that's really hard to juggle, mm. I'm sure. Um, ha- having to be confident in your vision, but also open to it changing. Yes. Yeah. 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 And as a director, I guess, what kind of an, what kind of an actor are you looking for? Um, I really, when I was looking for my actors, I really looked for people who sort of, I don't know, it's hard because when I wrote my characters, you had very clear sort of in my mind, like this is my character. But then the casting process was actually so fascinating to me. Like, cause you sort of have an idea, oh, this is the person I want. And then the people come into the room and it's and then someone you sort of weren't expecting to like you're like oh my god you th- there you are you're my character so mm. so um it was a little bit of that sort of magical moment and there was also just the the people that like i don't know they carry themselves in a certain way they're easy to talk to they they're, they're happy to be there like sort of the again i'm very big on energies mm. so the, the the energy that they brought um you know and and so yeah so obviously talent and skill and all that but the other factors as well Mm. yeah and do you have any tips now being on that side of the casting process for actors who are going into castings i guess energy is a big thing yeah i think you just like it sounds so lame but you just got to be yourself like because if you're not you and then let's say you put on this big facade and you book the job and you're like oh shit i've got to keep up that facade for the whole (laughs) whole time time we shoot or whatever and it's so tiring yeah so i think you know and and also just like if you don't get it it's not it's not because like you are so bad like heaps of people auditioned for me who were awesome but just i wasn't getting that little special tingle feeling where i'm like you're the one so Mm. you can't control that Mm, like mm, mm. I think that's really encouraging to mm. hear to hear that from a director, mm. um, knowing that yeah, being yourself and knowing that that you can still be great, but just not the 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 exact fit. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. It's just about it being the right fit, and yeah. I guess it's also got to do with um, being able to work with someone for a, a large amount of time, and can I work with this person, and can, will this person take on my advices and my whatever, and 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 create the story with me? Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. yeah. You want people who want to be there, because yep. you know? I it's obviously it's important to me. I've put a lot of time into it and, mm. and, and money into it, and um, you know, I, I I like to think that what we've created is a is a high quality project, and and then that the actors are getting stuff that they can use, and I'll help them to go into other things. I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, just on that topic, uh, by um, was there anyone you've uh, have? A, do you have a mentor, or do you have someone who you look up to in in, in the industry and? Um, I guess helped you. Who has probably paved the way for you, or like, um, like maybe like another yeah. celebrity that I look up to. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I definitely look up to to Margot Robbie because um she is an, not only an amazing actress but she has her own production company, Lucky Chap, and now she produces a lot of films mm-hmm. um as well. So I look up to her because 
you know, she worked for years and years and years before she made it, as mm. we as we love to say, made it. Mm. And then she doesn't just stop at that. She's not just like, oh, I'm an actress. Like she obviously loves it. She loves it. She loves making the films and being every part of it. So she's really inspirational to me. Mm. Um, yeah, I think she would she would probably be the main one I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I've got a two-parter question. What project would you do if you were given – a million dollar budget, and then what project would you do if you were given a fifty million dollar budget? Oh God, that's a great question. Um, it uh, well, I don't know. I mean, God, if I had a million dollar budget, maybe I'd film roller coaster testers again. Well, why? Why <laughs> and not? Pay everyone and and yeah, yeah and you give know? everyone what they deserve. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, so I would do that. And if I had a fifty million dollar budget, I have this other idea. It's like this thing I sort of been writing on and off for a while, but I've got a bit of writer's block. It's like a sci-fi alternate future kind of thing and like this messed up society. And yeah, I'd, I would make that. Great. <laughs> great. That sounds great. Yeah. That's great. The first thing you thought about was the actual cast and crew. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's- I, w- I wish like everyone, a shout out to them if you guys listen, like they all volunteered their time and they're all amazing. And I, I, they, I wish I could have, pay everyone what they deserve but i just you know indie filmmaking yeah mm. yeah it's yeah. it's a it's a reality absolutely well, well, well while we're on that uh who would you like to give shout out to like let's oh, just give some shout outs yeah. just basically we give chukas to all the people who you think that d- uh, hasn't hasn't given the recognition that they should have been given so oh yeah, yeah. well yeah i, I want to chukas to my whole cast and crew I, I don't want to go through all the names because if I forget someone then I don't want them to think that they all forgotten but you guys know who you are um all all the cast and crew all the support all the extras um all the crew my husband John for just being everything um yeah you guys have like made my vision a reality so I'm like I can't even express how thankful I am you know fantastic yeah and do you have other any other um like uh like a colleague that that you think deserves a bit of a shout out the moment oh god i mean so many people it's so yeah um well what we'll try to do is see if you can like put them um on instagram and social media just tag them in so anyone you say hopefully we can find them and yeah yeah yeah, of course it's hard because i don't want to say one person and then other people feel left out shout out to every single like to you guys to all of us just here trying to you know make our dreams come true and and follow the passion for what we love and it's you know, it's really hard, but I'm really thankful you guys asked me to, to come along today. I always feel very flattered and honored that anyone's interested in anything I'm doing. So, yeah, mm. thanks, guys. Oh, our pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask um, a bit about um, your other projects that you've got uh, in terms of acting. Mm. So you said you were you were kind of – you got a couple of things kind of that have fi- finished filming. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so – yeah, a bit, uh, it was like 2018 now, but I did, um, so like my first sort of big project as an actor, I did um, a short, uh, sorry, a feature film called A Bad Influence by Andreas Tumbus. And um, I got to play the lead female character, Laura. Um, and that, yeah, I've seen the film. It looks amazing. He's just waiting for the right time for that to to launch it out because we were going to have a big um like we're going to do the whole thing in a theater and have mm. a, we had like all these people coming to watch the and premiere. then the the yeah that's the premiere, premiere, the premiere. that's the word <laughs> <laughs> um uh and then uh the covid happened yeah and it all got cancelled yeah oh so, so it was supposed to be last year yeah oh, okay yeah it was literally so i so last year i um 
I, I got to go, it was a dream trip of mine. I got to go to LA and wow. I was there in March, like doing some classes and it was awesome. And then COVID happened and I had to come home. Oh. So everything just got screwed up. Um, and yeah, so that's that. And then there was another project I did. I was a supporting act, uh, supporting character. It's called Friends and Strangers by James Vaughan. And um, that film is really quirky. It's really unusual. That one I think has a good chance you know um oh yeah that's that. that's the one um but yeah friends and strangers is uh they did really well in the rotterdam international film festival mm. um so hopefully that one will come out soon and we'll get to see some of that as well Wonderful. oh yeah there's me there you are there's me yeah there's um, oh so everyone listening we've got a uh <coughs> we've got a, we have a, that's, a that's computer Andreas. in front of us uh, a screen in front of us so we're just looking through yeah um, some of uh, Amelia's work on yeah, that was a film. emotional scene out on the uh, driveway, which was which was really cool. Um, it's probably the first like really emotional scene I had to do as an actor with mm. all those people watching. So that was like uh, like a milestone memory for me there. How did you prepare yourself for that for that for that scene in particular? Yeah, I think um, I think like. Looking back now, because it was like my first time, I think maybe I over-prepared. Okay. Um, just like I was thinking about it a lot in like the days leading up and um, almost I, in re- retrospect, getting myself into the headspace way too early. So I sort of turned up to set and I was like, like super like. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, now I know I'm, I know that I can pull it up when I need it rather mm. than thinking like I have to spend a week being sad. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I had a, I had an emotional scene uh, last year I had to do and and my first one. Um and like how do I get myself to that point? Yeah. <laughs> because like and I thought, you know what, I just I could just like give an emotion out and like that's gonna look horrible on camera. And I thought just let what just uh, lean into the character, lean into what the lines would would what lines are and and I, I tried my best and and I mean if I wasn't going to get there I wasn't going to get there and like mm. I'm not going to let that stop me from um my performance you know and and um I even like oh maybe I should listen to some, some music because I'm like nah but that's that's pretty fake like what's the point <laughs> listening to the music you know? it's got nothing to do with the character you know so yeah those emotional scenes are very very challenging for me yeah, yeah. like I always cause I I tend to be cast as like a hurt woman <laughs> I'm always crying or upset or something but some you know some days you just can't get the tears to come and I think like as actors we're like oh I have to be able to cry at the snap of a finger that yeah. makes me a great actor yeah. but like some days I just say guys tears aren't coming just give me that bottle of water yeah. Like, yeah. You know, do you know what I mean like yeah, as long 100%. as everything else is there just because yeah. you're getting liquid tears coming out of your eyes doesn't mean you're but, like, but, but, but when we do cry but when we do cry, we don't just have tears. Like the whole body yeah. changes. Like sometimes yeah. we don't tears don't come out. Our body just changes. We just everything just falls apart. You know, mm. like when you really cry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think like you know you can still do have all those other things, but sometimes it's just like the tear may not come. Yeah. And I think yeah, like a lot of us can like beat ourselves up because we're like, oh, I didn't get the tears. And it's like, do you know like in a lot of films they just CG in the tears? Yeah, I've really. Heard I didn't I've heard cry. That. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Yeah. Yeah. They do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, we'd love to wish you chookers on the post production of um 
of uh, of your web series as well as the triggers on on your films that are coming out. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming in and having a chat with us. This thanks, will be guys. great. Thank yeah, you. it's been a really good chat. Thank you so much, and we'll put everything up on Instagram and. Uh, Hopefully, people, more people will follow you and watch the web series. And uh, hopefully, later on, you know, when you get bigger and more things come up, we'll have you back on again. Yeah, when we're all big, yeah. Well, I'm already big now. <laughs> <laughs> He's already big. This, now. Is, this yeah. is all I need in my life. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely love to have you back on again when, when you're uh, free again. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Sugars. Sugars. Sugars.